0: Meeting Tom Cruise is a production of the Dan Patrick Podcast Network and iHeartRadio.
1: You know, when you see in movies, sometimes people are so nervous because they're meeting someone and they can't speak. And you're like, that doesn't really happen. It really happens. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what came out of my mouth because I don't I I couldn't speak English. But he walked in and he's just he just is larger than life but it doesn't matter how humble and lovely he is. It just is. It's still Tom Cruise and you can't speak and you can't breathe and don't know what to do with yourself. I I didn't know. So that was hard.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Tom Cruise is the greatest movie star of all time. He's the first actor to have six consecutive hundred million dollar grossing films. He's shrouded in mystery and yet to many is one of the nicest and hardest working people. We love Tom Cruise. We are inspired by Tom Cruise. And while we work in Hollywood, we've never actually met Tom Cruise. So we're going to talk to some people who have. We'll hear some great stories, and maybe, just maybe, one of them, one day will lead us to the man himself so that we can have stories of our own. Our own stories of meeting Tom Cruise. Welcome back, cruisers, to the greatest podcast of all time, about tom cruise starring two men and an alec i'm your host jeff meacham and here with me as always is my fearless co-pilot he's the bendini to my lambert and Locke. he's the goose to my mav he's mr joel johnstone joel scale of one to ten how pumped are you about talking about cruise today
0: Let's go with an 11, but I'm scared. I'm scared because I don't know what's happening. I usually get cliff notes the night before nope. about what we're going to talk about. I know nothing. Not I this don't know week. what's happening.
2: Not this week. And
0: I have no... I'm in the dark, guys. I'm I love it. the dark.
2: I love it. Also with us is the man who embodies the canopy that breaks Goose's neck. He looks smart, and well, he is smart, <laughs> but we don't care. He's Mr. Alec Lev. Alec, care to destroy something beautiful today? I'm just lucky I'm getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I was thinking about Tom Cruise this week, and oh, yeah. I was thinking about... How yoked and jacked he looked in his first few films. Think Like, everybody knows Cruz as the risky business guy. Like, that's what everybody thinks is his first movie and what started his career. No.
0: Before that. No, he looked like a bodybuilder in The Outsiders.
2: Yeah. Did you know he was a wrestler in high school? That's why he was so big. I, I did know that. Did you know that's why I wrestled in high school? See, uh. that's why we're making this podcast. Dude, the best of Cruise in those first three movies is when in The Outsiders, when they're about to go fight the socias, is Cruz, at his ultimate psychopath, yoked out craziness. He and Patrick Swayze in the group run out of the house because they're going to no! go beat, remember this? They're going to yeah. go beat everybody up. They're at a 13 of excitement. <laughs> Patrick Swayze does yeah. a full handstand off of a fence, a high fence, if you will. Cruz yeah. sees that. He's yeah. like, no, I no, I will no. not be outdone by a 13. <laughs> yeah, I will not be outdone by this man. He jumps on the hood of a car and does a full backflip
0: off of the car. This is all in one take. And from what I read, he improved that like that. Like he just saw he saw Swayze do that. It was like, here we go. And he hadn't done it in rehearsal. If that goes south, yeah, man, that goes real wrong.
2: You just ruined many days on set because you're getting reconstructive surgery on your face. Yeah. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> no, it just pains me to to ever to agree with you and to, to, to play along with you like you're not both psychotic yourselves. Uh-huh. But I will tell you. I am—well, I was going to say ashamed, but on this podcast, um, we've thrown that out. (laughs) What what really—what re-inspired me to work out—I swear this is so true—was the shot of Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible when he's got the magnetic thing against the wall in the Pentagon, and he has to— Pull himself up by his bicep. That's Langley, not the Pentagon. Rookie mistake. I apologize. He just pulls himself up by boy. And that made me... And you were like, I'm going to get back onto my flex.
2: And as you can see... You are just a done. specimen of a man. <laughs> no, and then what he does, he has this kind of legendary story where he books uh, risky business. I guess the story goes that he goes down to Florida and, like, works... He just runs for a week straight and loses 10 pounds... And then and then gorges himself on candy, like straight up Snickers, to give himself just like a layer of thin fats. And that's why he looks so boyish, boyish. in yeah. Risky Business, yeah. even though he's jacked in this three earlier films. Yeah. That's what I've been thinking about. Our guest this week is Malin Ackerman.
3: But first, Alec, hit us
2: with the question of the week.
3: The question of the week is, has Oscar snubbed Cruz? Yes.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Well. All right. Let's get this ball rolling. Yeah. Joel, here we go. Okay. Here's what we know about Cruz and the Oscars. Let's just, let's get the logistics out of the way. 1989, born on the 4th, he was nominated for Best Mm -hmm. Actor. 1996, he was nominated Best Actor for Jerry Maguire. In 1999, he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor for his role in Magnolia. Yes. Okay. So let's get, let's start. Let's go in order. 89. Born on okay. the fourth,
0: he okay. loses to Daniel Day Lewis. If you're up against Daniel Day Lewis in any award ceremony, you don't have to go. Stay home. Yeah,
3: you stay home. Stay home. You stay home. Stay
2: home. DDL just the man. The man has won three Oscars. He's Not enough. I believe he's been nominated like 80% of the movies he's been in.
0: Fun little tidbit. Uh Now, everyone knows Daniel Day-Lewis, his friends carried him around for like months at a time so that he could get into that role and everything. But it's not that Tom Cruise doesn't go the extra length. Tom Cruise and Oliver Stone actually considered using a nerve agent to partially paralyze him during filming. Sounds like Cruz. What? It was only at the last minute that an insurance company stepped in and went, uh, no, no, we don't. We can't guarantee that Tom will be able to walk again, so no. I,
3: I think the insurance company only responded at the, quote, last minute, because they weren't asked until the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, so far, 0 for 1. Didn't get it, doesn't deserve it. Move on. 1996, Jerry Maguire... He
2: loses to who? Jeffrey Rush for Shine. Listen, if you're going to win an Oscar, this is what happens. you got to have a nervous breakdown. You're an inmate. You're an asylum patient. You're a drug addict. Looney Tunes, crazy dementia cancer. Jeffrey Rush and Shine, this this falls under those categories. Those two performances, and now here we come to 1999. So wait, I'm sorry, you oh. do not think he was? Yes, we do not think he should have won that year. There's no way oh, that I Jer- agree. Jerry Jerry McGuire, McGuire is trash. It is not trash. <laughs> I wish I had one of the horns that that what's his face had in Legend. Right? Remember the big horns when he was the devil? And I
0: just wish I could stab you with one of those horns right now. <laughs> it's it's it's. I don't even think. I uh, listen. I love him in that movie, but it's not even my top five of his favorite performances. Mm. Are you two out <laughs> of your goddamn I, minds? You're not listening to me. I am not with Alec. I'm somewhere else, but I'm also not with you. <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you shut up right now. Jerry <laughs>
3: Maguire is... Go- <laughs> it's gold. Moving on before okay. I murder. But you don't think he should have won the Oscar? No, he shouldn't. No, he shouldn't. Okay. <laughs> no, <I> mean, <laughs> and Jeffrey
2: Rush was unbelievable. No, <laughs> okay. all right, all right. Uh,
3: 1999,
2: Magnolia. Magnolia. There it is. Here, we Here, go. It, is. Here, we Here go. it is. Best Supporting Actor, right. and he loses to Michael Caine... In the Cider House rules. Joel.
0: Tom Cruise should have won.
2: Tom Cruise should have won. Tom Cruise
3: should have won.
0: Yes, yes, we all agree. Everybody agreed. This was the role of his life. This, this, this was. It was. Was. Wasn't it written with him in mind? It was. He went actually. Uh, uh, the director, help me out. Paul P. T. Anderson. Anderson.
2: P. T. Anderson went to the set of Eyes Wide Shut and was like, "Hey, I've written this role for you." Everything worked out. You know, I think he only shot for like three weeks when he did Magnolia, and yeah. the performance was on. Ungu- listen. Those listen. monologues. Oh, the monologues! I love Michael Caine in the Cider House Rules. You, you prince of maine you kings of new england i've watched that movie a thousand times i've cried john irving's my favorite novelist
0: the whole nine yards i totally believe tom cruise should have won i'm gonna give you another nut punch jeff it's melodrama not michael Caine. michael Caine is excellent in the movie the movie's melodrama
3: what's happening also jeff can you name another uh novelist uh, stephen (laughs) king good (laughs) (laughs) that's it dr
2: seuss yes dr seuss yeah dr seuss Seuss, there we go there we go (laughs) but i swear to god that's i don't have many more after that michael Crichton. i can only name the super famous ones (laughs) i do not read a lot oof that's another discussion
3: (laughs) yeah man he so should have won for magnolia what i what i do think is amazing in that is that he is playing a performer and that is hard to do because you are you are playing someone who is playing a character right his character has this this guy that he plays in these in the mm-hmm. in the big uh, mm-hmm. pyramid scheme things that he's doing, and his character is good at playing that role. He's good at playing the character that's playing that role. Then, of course, the interview is fantastic, and the scene with his father is terribly edited and wonderfully acted. Tom Cruise, here he is. He he he's you know he doesn't cry in a lot of these movies, and I feel like Magnolia is sort of the buildup of these decades of, uh-huh. of characters yeah. that have been a little bit a little bit strong, kind of holding it back a little bit. Yeah. He's finally able to let go. And where's and, the camera? And we cut to what? Frogs! We cut to frogs! We, we cut to frogs. And a dead man. To, <laughs> and a dead man. And the and we, and we cut to Philip Seymour Hoffman. We should have just stared at Cruz... For as long as he could have held us, I could have been they, there forever. cut what are we to doing? a man mowing the lawn for 30 <laughs> seconds across the street.
2: But seriously, I mean, I don't want to see Julian Moore anymore at this moment. I want to see Tom Cruise losing his shit about his father. But no, we cut to frogs. And then they start singing.
3: This was almost 20 years of a career. Michael Caine had already won his Oscar. Give it to Tom Cruise. Also perfect that it was a supporting role. So if the Academy still wanted to be
0: stupid about this, yep. they could just give him that little... They missed it. They missed My it. My favorite part in that great performance isn't the monologues. It's him sitting silently being interviewed uh, by
2: that woman. What are you doing? What are you doing right now, Frank? What is happening right now? I'm silently judging you. Uh, <laughs> uh, so so I don't think this was a huge controversial discussion we just had. No. But now we're about to throw some controversy into it.
3: this discussion.
0: If you're driving on the freeway, pull over. Ooh, oh,
3: buckle the uh, up. I mean, still, this... Is not important. Oh, right. I'm so sorry. We should be yeah. clear.
2: Oh, I'm so sorry. Not only the Oscars actually not important, <laughs> but this podcast is even less. important I mean, important we're than talking
3: that. about the Oscar. N- anything that comes out of our mouths not important. Right. You should. You should. You should listen <laughs> to something else. Starting right now. <laughs> right. 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 We're now. gonna give you a second. Hold on. Yep. Are you still with us? That was that's that a was a mistake. mistake. You that's made a mistake. mistake. You okay. should
2: be listening to someone else's podcast. But as long as you're here, yeah. If you're here, then here's the deal.
3: Here's where.
2: Cruz was not nominated, and we really think he was shafted. Are Ooh. you ready for this? Okay, yeah, let's do it. The man should absolutely have been nominated for playing Charlie Babbitt in a yes. little yes. flick called Rain Man. Yes. Beating out Hackman, almost Hanks, and Von Seedow. Dustin Hoffman. What would happen to Dustin Hoffman? Well, here's the deal. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman should have been the supporting actor. Well, no. Dustin Hoffman was the supporting actor in the movie and should have been nominated for best supporting actor. You're considering screen time. No, I'm considering the fucking laws of films. He was the supporting actor in the yeah. movie. Tom
3: the- Cruise goes through his character goes through a change. Yeah. It, it, it's the Tom Cruise role, right? He does in act one, right? Movies usually have we look at them as having three acts. In act one, he's always the cocky guy. He thinks he already has all the answers, then it gets his comeuppance, and then he he turns it around. He goes the farthest in this one, but also to a quiet place, right? He's, he's Mr. Cocky, sells the cars, realizes he's in trouble. And then to, to find like the love of a brother is a really
0: nice turn. And I agree. I would say easily one of the top three or four performances. Here's one more point about why I think he was snubbed for Rain Man. What other Tom Cruise movie and only other Tom Cruise movie came out that year?
2: Oh, yeah. Cocktail.
0: Cocktail. Mm. Cocktail negated his chance to get nominated yeah, for that Yeah, yeah, because remember he was... He had the stink. He had the stink. He had too much booze on his body. Yeah, it yeah. won the Razzie. I mean, it like
2: swept the Razzies. Yeah. I still have this place in my heart for that movie, man, even though, sure, his only argument to her is, I'm sorry I fucked other women. <laughs> so here's our argument. Dustin Hoffman should have been nominated in Supporting Actor and won, beating out Kevin Klein for A Fish Called Wanda. Tom Cruise should have gone into the Best Actor category, and I'm then... I'm
0: not saying that! Ooh. I'm saying Dustin Hoffman still belongs in the best actor. I'm saying Tom Cruise, bump him to supporting. I'm not taking away Dustin Hoffman's. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait.
2: So you're saying that you don't think he was a supporting
0: actor in the movie? You think he was a lead? He comes into the movie 20 minutes later. I'm saying you cannot. you cannot have two leading actors in the same movie. One has to be... Supporting one has to be made. How about the one that's supporting being supporting? Yeah. I'm, I'm in a different boat. What boat? Good luck. I'll get to shore first. <laughs> I don't get what's in your So you're boat. saying he should have been nominated? I'm saying he should have been, he should have, he should have been nominated in the best supporting.
3: Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Should have been supporting actor in Rain Man. He's in every He's in frame every of the
2: movie. He is the, lead He's of the movie. He's in every
3: frame of the movie. Because this
2: is a pretend situation. <laughs> this is just us having a fantasy about something from 35 years ago <laughs> let us have the fa- what are you doing right now it's supposed to be you and me
3: ha! Uh-huh. <laughs> Jeff's on my side
0: no he's not he is I am no you, you don't even think that's something belongs in it we're all we're in no, three I separate votes
3: he belongs in
2: best supporting actor as does I, I do too I think he should have lost his best supporting actor
0: we th- you think he's <laughs> This Crush of the Day was brought to you by Chimera, the last drug you'll ever take. And now, commercials.
2: Our guest this week is crazy talented, not to mention beautiful, just all around awesome. She has starred in everything from blockbusters like The Watchmen, Heartbreak Kid, Happy Thank You More, Please, and some indie flick called Rock of Ages. I don't know. She's also been in billions of TV shows. You guys see what I did there? Yeah. We're freaking out because Malin Ackerman's here with us today. Malin, thank you so much for being here.
1: Of course. My pleasure.
2: Okay, so this is how it works. I need to know from you, first and foremost, give me a Give me a 30-second synopsis of your life leading up birth, where you're from, divorce. It doesn't matter.
1: 30 seconds? Nah,
2: 45 tops of of your life leading up to before you met Tom Cruise because you're secondary to Tom Cruise right now.
1: Of course I am. You want my BTC. Um, (laughs) I was your standard everyday girl, you know, just uh, living the life. Born in Sweden, grew up in Canada. Moved to L.A. when I was 24, um, had 20 bucks in my pocket, lived on whoever's couch uh, they w- would let me. Uh, basically went on every date that any guy ever invited me on so I could have dinner because I was basically... <laughs> Broke. Um, would put bread in my purse for the next morning. It was great. It was. It, I was living the life.
2: And you knew you wanted to be an actress. You were here.
1: I I did when I got here. I didn't want to when I was I, growing up. I was going to become a child psychologist. So this is uh, just like psychology, but more selfish. Um, <laughs> but it was great times, you know. And 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 it was one of those things. I I, I was out here for a good year didn't get a single job. Oh um and I just thought I can't do this forever and and gave myself like 3 months to go back out on auditions and if it didn't work out I was going to go back and finish my studies to become a psychologist. And then I got um the comeback with Lisa Kudrow and from there kind of progressed to the day that I got to meet Tom Cruise. Yes! I met him on the set of The Romantics with Katie Holmes. Oh. So oh. I was doing a movie with Katie at the time and he was coming out to visit. And I I can't, I don't get starstruck very often. Um, but I have to say I was Look at Jeff. Look
2: at Jeff. So excited. I
1: I I really couldn't, I actually couldn't breathe. I like, you know, when you see in movies sometimes people are so nervous because they're meeting someone and they can't speak and you're like, that doesn't really happen. It really happens. I mean, I don't know, I don't know what came out of my mouth because I don't I <laughs> I couldn't speak English, but he walked in and he's just, he just is larger than life, even though he's, he, he knows his impact. So he comes in and he's so humble and he's so lovely, but it doesn't matter how humble and lovely he is. It just is. It's still Tom Cruise and you can't speak and you can't breathe because he's in the same room as you and don't know what to do with yourself. I, I didn't know. So that was hard. Um, <laughs> so you, you meet him there. And
2: is it just one meeting here? Or maybe he comes to set fairly often. Did you get to have no. time with him there?
1: No. Not much. We, we met and it was lovely. And then Katie and Tom, they were always so lovely. So after the movie was done, they invited us over to their house. I think, I believe it was around New Year's Eve or Christmas. Um, (laughs) And I was like, yeah, sure. I'd love to come and hang out. And I really loved like our cat. We had such a great time. And again, I was like, all right, I'm going to do a better job this time. I'm going to
0: speak english this time <laughs> right
1: i'm nice gonna um, have
0: memories of what happened
1: God, i really need to have these memories but of <laughs> course then you walk into their house and that's just like daunting because it's this beautiful beautiful home you know security guards and everything and um
2: <laughs> that's the first thing you mentioned after a beautiful home and just <laughs> i mean you should see it just security guards um, <laughs> but
1: our- it's so surreal and i get it. it's like wow this is a different life you know right. and you just, i mean that i would not want to be in as far as like not being able he he can't just walk out the door and go to the grocery store That's like it's impossible there are things that you and i take for granted every day that he they he can't do so it's just Malin, a, does,
0: you've been to his house does he have a jet parked in his driveway because in my mind tom cruise has a jet parked in do, his driveway
1: do you want me to continue your fantasy for you or would you like <laughs> a,
0: yes that's what
1: you yes! yes he has a jet uh, he has a jet the one the <laughs> exact one from top gun thank you thank you okay <laughs> It was awesome. He's again, like he's just so love. And this time, I was able to like calm my nerves. Eventually, it, it took a little while, and I I think I did a good job. Um, and we had a lovely time. And then the next time I met him was the audition for Rock of Ages. It wasn't like your standard auditioning where it's like you know you do the casting yeah, assistant casting director and then the It was straight to um, I mean, in the room I mean, chemistry read with Tom Cruise. Wow. So. And now, for whatever reason, Adam Shankman was away; he was out of town. Who is the director of *Rock of Ages*? So he was skyping in. So it was just me and Tom in the room. He started as Tom, right. as himself, which is also a, like for me like a character because it's Tom Cruise. Um, <laughs> it's just like, it's bigger, larger than life.
2: Right. So first he's playing Tom Cruise.
1: So first he's playing Tom Cruise (laughs) himself, which is, he does really well. And then, and then goes into Stacey Jacks. And again, you know, it's that thing of now it's a a whole new level. Cause sure we've met. So we get caught up and it was really nice and I'm still super nervous. And then we go, all right, we're going to do the scene. And I remember like every, I don't know, 10 seconds, it just popped into my head. Like, Oh my God, this is Tom Cruise. Oh my God, this is Tom Cruise. You're acting with Tom Cruise. You're acting with Tom Cruise. Like this isn't just meeting him. You're actually acting. And then it was just like, it was, I was schizophrenic. It was like, shut up. Okay, stop. Just focus. And <laughs> I got there. We got there. We, we really got there. And he was lovely. And he turned to the camera to Adam afterwards. And he's like, Adam, did you see that? That was great. That was great. I was like, Oh God. Okay. It went well. It went well. So I felt really good about it. And yeah. then they went, all right, now you just got to sing. And I was like, Oh,
3: fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is the part. Luckily, the guy, the music um, director was Swedish. And so I just said, listen, it's been a while. It's I'm real rusty here. And I'm not a trained <laughs> singer. I was trained by an Italian who just yell at me. Um,
0: <laughs> I got to ask, Molly, uh, just, you know, like auditions are they can be so dry and depending who you're reading with, like they, they want the focus to be on you. So they're not giving it much. What did. What did he do? Was he going for it with you? No, he
1: was going for it. Yeah. I mean, this was a full-on, like, and so he was there for me a 100% in that audition. Uh, You know, and that Tom is full-on all the way, every day, all the time, in every way. Like, this guy does not cut corners. This is why he is a legend. He really lives life to the fullest.
2: I love it. So you book it. Do you have a Tom Cruise story for us?
1: I mean... How many moments do you want? I have so many. Um,
2: All of them? <laughs> <think>
1: that, <yeah. laughs>
2: this is literally what we're doing as a job right now.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, I'm, I'll start by saying this. Like I said earlier, he is the uber professional. You guys are right to be his fans. He knows everybody's name. If he's asked you a question the day before, he'll follow up on it the next day. I mean, he's just like, He's invested in everyone. He doesn't play a status card whatsoever. We're all equals on the set. You you might
3: not be able to hear this on the podcast. Jeff is... Jeff is crying. I keep shifting. I keep shifting
2: awkwardly just because it's like, I don't know what's happening inside of me right now. I don't know what the feeling is. And I'm just, I'm accepting it. I'm accepting all the feels that are coming at me. And I need I'm to I'm hugging just...
0: a teddy bear under this table. Yeah, right here. Just, yeah. Oh,
1: you guys. Yeah. I love that I'm giving you all these feels right now. So that's all the boring stuff. You want to hear the, the juicy stuff. I, I get it. Stories, stories. So, you know, in the script- there was a scene where he has to give me the tongueiest tongue kiss of all time. Which is
2: hilarious, by the way. Yeah. Thank
1: you. Thank you. It was... I'm on
2: pins and needles right now. Continue. Tongue kiss. Tom Cruise.
1: So it was to the point where, you know, Adam was like, Adam Shankman, the director, kept saying, you know, more, like, everywhere. Like, I want you to lick her face and her eyeballs. <laughs> I'm just saying. It was. So we do it. We do the scene. And I've been licked all over by Tom Cruise. Um, and then they call cut. And because Tom is so excitable and invested so when we finish scene, there's always like discussion about the scene afterwards. So he's talking to me, but at the same time, I can feel his spit drying on my face. <laughs> And I don't want to be rude. Even if it was my husband, it doesn't matter whose spit it is. You, you want to wipe it out. You know, sometimes someone gives you a wet kiss and you love them and you like, you're all into it, but you kind of wipe it do off just because it feels yeah, wet. You
2: do the quick move. And it's not,
1: yeah. but I don't know, for whatever reason, I was like, oh my God, he's going to think it's rude if, you know, and the makeup artist is right there standing with a wet wipe. And I was like, no, no, not now, not now. Don't do this to me. And I just feel everything drying and my face (laughs) starting to dry up and I can just, I just know that, you know, all this just, so, you know, 10 minutes later, finally we break and we're like, all right, we're going to get ready for the next, you know, final touches. I was like, Oh oh God, wiping my face off. And we did that about five times. And after every take, um, I stood there and let it just dry.
2: You took it. I uh, took it it and
1: I'm sure Tom would not have minded if I was wiping my face off, but for whatever reason, I didn't want to offend him and feel like that. I thought it was gross because I'm so I was so in it, Um, (laughs) but it is gross to have saliva dry on your face, no matter whose it is, you know, it's it's. Again, you know, our jobs are crazy. Like there, I am frolicking on top of Tom Cruise on a on a pool table. Like what?
2: No, Mullen, your job is crazy. Your job is crazy. <laughs> I go to work one day a week and and make people laugh with six lines, and I put on a sweatshirt and a spank. Your oh. life is crazy. Okay, all right, and Those he remembers five. nobody's name on. Purpose. And I don't know anybody's names. No. I, buddy they, and they pal, tell him, and he
0: says, "I'm not going to remember."
2: Dude, man. Oh. Champ, yeah. bud. Hey, friends. So,
1: for anyone anyone who's listening to this right now who works with you, whenever you call them buddy or pal, they know that you don't know their
2: name. Uh, they it's all right. know that. The yeah. other people on the show know that about me. And every once in a while, they'll just be like, "Hey, man, what's his name?" And I was like, "Don't." No. I, sometimes I just run. Uh, I just run so away. Funny. I was like, "I have two children."
1: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> not right now. Oh, and you can't even blame mommy brain. I always go, ah, oh, you know, it's mommy brain. Mommy brain. It's just yeah. my brain. After I but I know it
2: must be selective for me because at the same time right now, the amount of information I know about Tom Cruise's <laughs> movies is uncomfortable.
0: Jeff, do you have any books in that backpack?
2: Oh, you mean this book right here on Tom Cruise?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Jeff. <laughs> well, how does your wife feel about this? Oh,
2: that's a good asking. question. Rumor has it that I married her because when she was 22, she was an extra on the set of Vanilla Sky and Cameron Crowe came up and said, hey, listen, I want you to have... A little scene with tom when he's walking past the cubicles and on our first date which was at a mediterranean restaurant in astoria queens we're talking you know we're both 24 25 at the time and she tells me that story and i was like i'm gonna marry you i'm gonna spend the rest of my life with you
1: does she know that
2: well just put it this way malin we when we entered so after we got married and we entered the uh, reception we came out to danger Zone. Oh, yeah. Like we entered oh, the song God, this and that's twelve years ago. Wow.
1: So this isn't wow. some like
2: new thing that I'm just like making up. Like oh, I love Tom Cruise. Like this is.
1: Have you ever met him?
2: Nope, I've never laid eyes. I've never laid eyes on him at all.
1: You need to end your your show, whatever your final episode season. It should be him being interviewed
2: <laughs> from your mouth. We agree. <laughs> Malin Ackerman, do you have any yes. uh, do you have anything else that that you can think of story wise from this time that you just like this one? I want to share, you know, I mean, saliva uh, on the face is.
1: Uh, that's, yeah, I think that's my best one, because all of it was just, you know, what moments do I what other moments do I tell you about when I was unbuttoning his pants and pretending to see what was in them? And like, <laughs> you know, when I was turning him over and on a pool table. And I mean, he was game for everything. It was great. And we had monkeys in the scenes and uh, you know, it was great. He really felt like, and that was the thing is that it was so perfect. Cause it's Stacy Jacks, this rock star of all time. And, and it's Tom Cruise, this legend of our times. And, and so there was that parallel and it was and this, and this, and the stages that we were on. I mean, you know, just watching him sing, pour some sugar on me and doing that. So you're like, this guy is a He's a God. He's a rock star. So it was a weird, like you got all those weird feelings in your body right now. <laughs> I, like it was the same feeling for me. Sure, I didn't really know sure. what was reality and what was not. Yeah. You know what I mean? He is so focused. This, this guy lives, breathes and eats focus. And he would be up, he would have the guitar player come. He doesn't actually have to play a guitar in this movie, but he took guitar lessons and he would have wow. the guitar teacher come over at like midnight. He's also sleeps maybe three or four hours a night.
3: I
2: uh, see. He is, don't it's incredible.
1: Involved. And then the, the guitar player comes over and he teaches them, you know, they do guitar lessons until 1.30 in the morning. Uh, you know, and then he gets up at five in the morning and comes to set. I, I mean, he is committed. That's what I And that is, me. and I'm, I'm not as committed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even occur to me that that was his voice until oh. like, I don't know, like a week later, I was like, who sung that? Because it was good. It was really good. Like who did Tom Cruise? I had I was floored that those are his vocals. For, because yeah. that I mean a just high the song. discipline. That's a the high discipline song. to get to get it's a hard song. Danny a heart. Yeah,
2: who can sing like we all remember 80 rock bands? We all were like, who can actually sing like that? Who can yeah. sing like Peter Cetera? You know, like nobody, a few,
1: like a handful. That's it, you know? But he really again, he did the work and he would sit in the in the hair and makeup trailer in the morning. He'd do his warm-ups. Yeah. And his, I mean, he was just he was he i i've never i'm i aspire to be like that but i just i'm too lazy
2: <laughs> you <laughs> I and i have something now. in common That's <laughs> a
1: lot of work he's just great
2: Ugh, we can't thank you enough
1: <laughs> you're uh, i'm so happy you got all the power to you and tom cruise and uh thank you guys <laughs>
3: All right, we're going to end the show with some questions from the audience. We've got this one here from Instagram, from Isaiah.zzzzz, and Isaiah asks, why are you and Tom Cruise both hot?
2: Oh, that's a good question, Isaiah. Why are Uh, we so hot? Uh, I don't
0: think we have time.
2: uh, Joel, please. (laughs) Jawline. Let's just start with that. That's you or Tom? Both of us. Okay. I'm going with both of us across the board. Things that you and Tom share. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Jawlines. Uh, our eyebrows are both uh, prominent um our teeth have both been fixed and are still slightly off but that's what makes us unique Joel why are
0: you we're both widely recognized as male
2: <laughs> So you're saying that he and I really don't have a lot in common Joel <laughs> <laughs> That's right hair great great heads of hair Yeah Mine's not a great head of hair. Did I ever tell you that I got my my hair done? I got my hair did?
3: Okay, and with that, this podcast is hosted by Jeff Meacham and Joel Johnstone. It's produced by me, Alec Lev. Wait, what do you mean you got a dick? Our executive producers are Doug Matica and Dan Patrick. Uh, I got surgery on my hair. Our engineer and mixer is Alex Reeves for Point of Blue Studio. Got that thing where you take the hair from the back of your head and put it on top.
0: you had the operation? Yeah,
3: dude. Editing is by Alec Lev, with additional editing by Alex Reeves. 13 hours in a chair. Music is by H. Scott Salinas. And Matthew Atticus Berger. I'm sedated the whole time, but we'll sedate. I'm awake, but I'm like, Ugh.
0: our artwork is by Rebecca Montoya. Did they do like the, the big incision in the back? Like I heard it's like a zipper.
2: Yeah,
3: there's literally a zipper in the back of my head. You can just open it up. The show is executive produced by Paul Anderson and Nick Panella for Workhouse Media. It looks like a zipper, like your brains can fall out. To be like a really good short film. We are a production of Meeting So-and-So in association with Workhouse Media. No, man, but they did remove the hair from the back of my head. It was badass. You can find us online at Meeting Cruise on Twitter and Instagram and check out our website and show notes at www.meetingtomcruise.com and you can email us at contact at Meeting Tom Cruise. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating, five stars preferably, and write us a nice review. It really helps. Meeting Tom Cruise was created
0: by Jeff Meacham and Alec Lev. Meeting Tom Cruise is a production of the Dan Patrick Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast will self-destruct in five seconds. Oof.